0: Love Talk Radio. Good morning, it is Monday and today's program is called Monday Moods, it's the start of the week, <clears throat> if you're on a Monday through Friday, or if you're an entrepreneur like me, you wonder, you wonder, you really wonder, when does the week start and when does the week end, and it really, it's kind of a false start. And kind of a false ending because don't you even if you're employed in a position find yourself thinking about your work and and just kind of rolling it around in your mind. I mean, some people claim that they can really escape from it, and that's fabulous. But for me and for so many people, there's a, just sort of a run through, you know, run across, which is why I started this program series where each day has specific meaning and a new title to it. So Monday is Monday Moods. And typically Mondays are the hardest day of the week for us. Do you know it's the day when we have uh, the highest rate of cardiovascular incidents? People having heart attacks, worrying and ruminating and thinking about, anything related to the work week and going back to it. And here's my thinking. If we're going to talk about the Monday mood and we're going to relate it to what it is that happens all too predominantly, then let's talk about what it is in terms of mind-body medicine that would be pertinent to mood. What is mood anyway? All right. Don't you love the phone? Because we have the whole world in here. We have our definitions of everything in here. So I went on here and I looked. What what does the dictionary tell us about mood? A temporary state of mind or feeling. Especially assigned to the idea of music. Inducing or or suggestive of a particular feeling or state of mind. But here's the point. It is a temporary state of mind or feeling. When we feel a mood, we can change it like that. Okay. You're laying in bed. You get up in the morning and you think, oh, I don't feel like getting up. Well, stretch and move around a little bit and then just, you know, give yourself time if you really need it and then put your feet on the floor and sit up. And look out and see something. Hopefully you have a window in the room where you're sleeping. Get up and start moving. Start hydrating. Start replenishing your dehydrated body because we do dehydrate over the night. Yes. And then go use the restroom. Brush your teeth. Wash off your face. I start my day with a nice little cup of coffee. A little espresso kind of cappuccino thing going here today. And I come into my office and I have in here set up for me things that are going to influence my mood. Since I can't see all the people that I know, love and trust every day or very often even, given everything that's happening in the year 2020, we're now in August. I have pictures. There's a picture. There's a picture. There's a couple more pictures back there. And here on my desk, I have got work tools, and then I've also got a wall over here to the side that is dotted with many people who I love. They're looking at me, and they're smiling at me, or I'm with them, and we're smiling together. There's a photograph of a very happy dad, my dad, when he was in good health before he passed away, and another one of my mother just looking absolutely splendid. There's one of me with a horse that I absolutely love. And those types of things are cues, visual cues that elicit memories of another time and capturing me when I was in a a beautiful frame of mind or that person was in it. The energy of that penetrates me and pulls me out of whatever kind of negative mood I'm in or compromised mood that I'm in and uplifts me. The coffee, I talk on sensuous Saturdays about what our senses do for us. Mm, The smell of this coffee, the aroma of the coffee just elicits a mazillion gazillion memories for me that are lovely. I don't have a single negative episode of a memory associated with coffee, so It's a good memory for me. I get up and I put my clothes on. I put on a sundress over a bathing suit because I'm going to start my day out. I've already started my day out with a couple of different calls and some tasks here on the computer, but I start most of my days out in the water swimming somewhere, somehow I'm going to get into a body of water. I love the color and the feel of it. It all influences my mood. (laughs) It's a good thing I don't have to social distance from anybody right now. Sniffing my coffee gave me a little bit of a sneeze there. Here's the other thing I'm going to talk about with mood today. So I do these episodes because they really get me into a frame of mind of companionship and sharing, even if it's just me here without a co-host. You're out there if you're watching I'm pretending that there's a bunch of people out there that I know, like, and trust, or who know, like, and trust me, or want to, and so it's not a lonesome space, even though I'm here solo. So I've got books. In addition to photos, I love books, because books also remind me of people. Now, this is a book written by a gentleman who I've gotten to know over the last couple of years. His name is Richard Flint, and this book is called Breaking Free and look it's not it's not more than maybe a half of an inch big deep thick and it's called learning to work through the negative events of yesterday in order to live your life with personal freedom now he's got let me let me give you the breakdown in this book and then i just want to share with you a little bit about this I'm going to tell you that the happy story that I have to share is that um, he and I have been talking about him being a co-host with me once a week. And I love that idea because his messaging and the ways in which he talks to people, you're going to love it. He's got a, a really warm presence, and he will influence your mood just by the way he looks and speaks to you. And it's delightful. This is six chapters. Listen to this. Number one, every life is a story. We often forget that, but it's really true. Understanding the tapes. Okay, what he's talking about there is that we all have got, because of the story that is our life, we've all got these. He's trying the analogy of our mindset, the thoughts that we think, we do them repetitiously. And they are the tapes that run in our head. Chapter number three is the challenges. And here's an insight for you. The challenges are, what do we do with our story to get a different sort of a perspective about it? And what do we do in Chapter 2 in those tapes so that we can create some new tapes so that we can get through the challenges? And in Chapter Number 4, he very appreciably gives us the process. And in 5, the lessons. And in Chapter 6, he closes with, some encouragement, and you can do it. Now, here is, here is I love the layout because it's so simple and straightforward. Although doing the work of this is, you know, it's not a sneeze. It's, a, it's an actual process. Listen to this. This is right smack in the middle of the book, in the challenges. And here's what he opens up a particular section with. Your mind is never negative. It is your positive partner who is always seeking the solution. Wow, really? Think about that for a minute. (sighs) That really is helpful to me. Your mind is never negative. It is your positive partner who is always seeking the solution. So when you feel that your mind is really dark and counterproductive. Here's here's what here's what he tells us and I and I absolutely cherish this and it's really helpful. I hope that this gets you feeling good right now. I believe your mind is never negative. I believe your mind is your positive partner who when given permission will always take you toward a solution. It is your positive partner who always sees what is best for your life. It is your growth partner who is always focused on what behavior will take you through this part of life's journey. Phenomenal. Now, to really experience this growth, you must be aware of the informational entry point in your life, mental or emotional. You know, these things that we do to ourselves, and that I think Monday offers us a great opportunity to examine, so that we can begin the week, begin the day fresh, begin the week with a, a fervor that is going to carry us healthfully through whatever the challenges are. If we are going to understand ourselves, we really do need to understand when did things, when did things get tough, when did, when did my mind need to really start searching for solutions. How old was I when something happened that put me on that course? Maybe it happened when you were a bitty. Maybe it happened when you were uh, a child. Maybe you were, maybe you were in kindergarten. Maybe you were somewhere in grade school. Maybe you floated through until you were in high school. Doubtful, because we all have things as children that we need to find solutions for. And by the way, that's a grace. That's a gift. That's sacred. Because everything that happens to us that sets us into a negative mindset, if you adopt the perspective that that's your positive partner seeking solutions, think how productive that is. In our life, what we're learning how to do is be problem solvers. I say hooray to that. Absolutely. Your shoe comes untied. Somebody's always been tying your shoes for you. Guess what? Nobody's around. You got to tie it on your own. I actually remember when that happened, and I had to figure out how was I going to tie my shoe. I sat there, and I struggled through it. I remember feeling somehow embarrassed that I didn't know how to tie my shoes. And I was, you know, maybe I was like four years old. But it was something I really wanted to know how to do in that moment. Before then it was just always fun to have somebody tie my shoe. Shoes. But I worked through that struggle and kaboom and you know that that moment when you learn the solution and you do it and you tie your first pair of shoes. Analogy for the rest of your life. You feel this wonderful sense of accomplishment and pride. Now what does that do for your mood? It's a complete uplift. Here's one of the other things that he tells us. A positive emotion and a negative emotion cannot coexist. Because one of the two will be in control and the controller creates the pathway. You are traveling. Think about that for a minute. If you are in your head, and you're in your right mind, and you are, and you are, you get to influence, what path are you going to go down? You're going to go down the negative path, or are you going to let that negative put you on the positive path so that you can get to your solutions? Here's what I vote. I vote that we pay very close attention to his last chapter called, You Can Do It. So... I'm going to take a sip of my coffee here with you, and I'm going to wish you a great day, and I hope that however you walked into this meeting here this morning, hope that your Monday mood has been lifted up and that you have a great, wonderful Monday mood. Delicious. Have a delicious day. I will see you here next time.